Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Everything Left. I'm joined once again by the wonderful Addie. Hello. Together we're going to go over some of the week's biggest news stories, which means unfortunately we are going to have to talk about Trump and the election, but we will try and find some other news stories just so it all isn't doom and gloom. Before we begin though, I do have to apologise. People haven't misread the title, they haven't miscounted. This is episode 8. The last episode released was episode 6. Episode 7 has been recorded more than once, and each time we've encountered issues with that recording. At the moment, we are considering the episode lost, but we do have several partial recordings from multiple attempts that we will try to put together in an episode for everyone. So whilst episode 7 is gone for now, it may be back in the future. Okay, it's simple. There is no episode 7 simply because something went wrong with Amy's equipment. Don't you badmouth my equipment. My equipment is the best. Your equipment literally tunes in and out. <laughs> your your mic is, is flipping you the bird right now. I've fixed the mic since then. It's been perfectly fine tonight and the other night when I recorded. So it's... it's not a big issue anymore. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> so I guess, um, well, there's only really one main topic to talk about tonight that we're going to be spinning things out of, so... Drop? Yeah, I guess America has decided to fuck the entire world. It's not very nice of them. They didn't lube us first. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen. I I hoped that it wouldn't. I am appalled that it did. That Agent Orange won. I mean, it, the the annoying part is that the popular vote got Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And that's because of the Electoral College, which is still a stupid system. Trump won. Yeah. It like a lot of voting systems, when you actually get down to it, it doesn't often seem to make sense someone who has more votes, a higher number of people can vote for him, can still lose an election. The the part that annoys me is that almost 50% of Americans didn't vote. Yeah. On the other hand, I do understand why they did it, because they don't get a day off to vote. They have to wait in line, oftentimes for hours, and they still have to go to work. Mm. I think they need the system like in, is it Australia, where you, it's it's the law, you have to vote. If you're a voting age, you I have to go and vote. the Slavic countries as well. Because mm. even if you have people going along and they have no idea what they're voting on, they've not been paying attention, they go, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, oh, I'll vote for that one. At least it's going to be a, a truer representation of what people want, in, in a way. I told my therapist that it makes sense to make it mandatory to vote. Like, you have to go and vote. And then she said, but then it's not a democratic right. And I said, exactly. It's not it's suppo- It's not really supposed to be a democratic right. It's supposed to be your duty yeah. to your community and country to show who you like as a leader. Because if 50% don't, of people don't come and vote, that fucks up the entire nation. Yeah, yeah, completely. So yeah, I think it should be mandatory. I think I think you should be fined if you can't if you don't come and vote and I think you should get a day off to come and vote because it doesn't make sense that you have to go and wait in line for hours and then go to work. I've seen a number of post election analyses on who voted, how and where and two things that, that stood out were the people aged I think it was eighteen to thirty in like all but two or three states voted for Hillary. Of and, course. And also that um, this election had the highest number of evangelical Christian voters ever, and they all voted for Trump. It, it makes sense for some groups to vote for specific candidates. I do hate the people that decided to vote for a, a written candidate and decided to put stupid crap Mm. Like uh, amount of uh, people that voted for Harambe, the gorilla. Yeah, that was my reaction too. I'm I'm sorry. People like who do shit like that need to be 
just they need some sort of punishment. They need to be like heavily fined or something because to yeah, them, what is a silly joke out. is just it's fucking up people's lives. But you can't find out who they are, though. I know. Which is also a good thing that you can't find out who they are, not the fact that they do stupid shit like that that fucks us all up. Yeah, it's it's like whenever I hear someone I know turn around and said they voted for the Leave campaign in Brexit, I I just have to like hold myself back. Some someone at work the other day, because after the election, obviously politics gets brought up at work and someone turned around and was like oh they never expected him to win just like they didn't expect brexit i voted leave and i'm just thinking you're at work amy don't say anything you're at work don't do it he's only got one leg <laughs> I, I but i just i i wanted to turn around to him and call him a fucking idiot do it and but do it anonymously it's just, i don't get it i don't get i, I don't why understand people the- do this kind of thing the, the point is that that humanity as a whole just has uh, this amazingly stupid concept. People think they are logical. Most human beings are illogical. They, they work on an emotional state, emotional level. You feel fear, you follow fear. You feel pain, you follow the pain. You feel hatred. Usually that's what motivates most people. And it's stupid. And I know I'm going to say it's it's something that is considerably controversial, which is something we also don't really do on the show, controversial topics. <laughs> but the point still is that most of the people in the world do not work on, on a logical standpoint. They don't follow logic the way they should, Yeah. which is stupid. And the point is, I understand why people don't work in a logical way. I don't know why they act on it, but I understand how their mind works in a way that denies them the opportunity to be logical. Oh, but yeah. don't, but don't bullshit me and then say it was the logical thing to do. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I, I know why people who voted for Trump voted for Trump. He he got them in this. He he appealed to their fear, and and their their sadness at how bad their life was and he gave them an enemy it's the immigrants it's the muslims it's the mexicans it's the lgbt it's women and he he used that to gain power you know I'm, people suddenly had a target to say hey yeah my life doesn't suck because i'm a cunt it sucks because these people are making it suck and this guy's going to sort it out so yeah i'll vote for him so i i understand why I just don't understand how people can be that stupid to because, fall into because that Because the moment you don't blame yourself, not even blame, the moment, the moment you shake yourself from responsibility, that you just throw away responsibility from yourself, you decide that another person, a different person is the enemy, is to be blamed for something bad that's happening to you. And you are living in this... A run-down apartment not because you want to live in the center of New York or because you're terrible at money management or because you're just not really good at your job so you didn't get a raise it's because those illegal immigrants that are taking the good positions and the fact that there are so many uh, Muslim terrorists by the way I don't think all Muslims are terrorists I don't think Muslims are a terrible group I just repeat what other people say. So the the point is that the one thing that usually unites people in the best way is a group of people to blame, a group of people to hate. There is nothing that unites people more than fear and hatred. Look look at even 70, 80 years ago, during the time of Hitler, that is what led to World War II. That is literally what led to World War II when Hitler said, look at the Jews, look at the gay people, this is their fault. Look at the black people, they're subhumans, they are all beneath us. And it repeats in history over and over and over and it shows how much people don't change. Mm. You just have to take a different group and not even all the time because you use 
gay people again, and Muslims and Jews. I mean, and black people and Mexicans. It, it's just to find people to hate. Yeah. So um, I did not think that a, an annoying video about a screaming orange would become an American president, but apparently that happened. Mm. It, it felt like, and bear in mind, it's not even my country, but it felt like waking up and it being a bad dream. I I had to get into work that morning. I didn't want to go to work. I, I didn't know what to do. And this is just someone watching it unfold from the other side of the world. I, I can't even begin to imagine the level of fear that minorities in America are facing right now. People have talked about a miracle. Uh, I'm hearing about a nightmare. Uh, it's hard to be a parent tonight for a lot of us. Uh, you tell your kids, don't be a bully. You tell your kids, don't be a bigot. You tell your kids, do your homework and be prepared. And then you have this outcome and you have people putting children to bed tonight and they, they're afraid of breakfast. They're afraid of how do I explain this to my children? I have Muslim friends who are texting me tonight saying, should I leave the country? I have uh, families of immigrants that are terrified tonight. This was many things. I, 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 this was a rebellion against the elites. True, it was a complete reinvention of, of, of politics and polls, it's true. But it was also something else. We've talked about race. I mean, we've talked about everything but race tonight. We've talked about income. We've talked about class. We've talked about region. We haven't talked about race. This was a white lash. This was a white lash against a changing country. It was a white lash against a black president in part. And that's the part where the pain comes. And Donald Trump has a responsibility tonight to come out and reassure people that he is going to be the president of all the people who he insulted and offended and, and, and brushed aside. Yeah, when you say you, know, you want to take your country back, you got a lot of people who feel that we're not represented well either. But we don't want to feel that someone has been elected by throwing away some of us to appeal more deeply to others. So this is a, a deeply painful moment tonight. I know it's not just about race. There's more going on than that. But race is here too, we gotta talk about it. The, the thing I saw most that morning from people I know in America were suicide hotlines and helplines for yeah, LGBT communities. It was just everywhere. And if people's first reaction when they see a presidential candidate become elected is, I need Here. to post a suicide hotline number, that's that's terrifying. That's yeah. That's a level of, it's not just, oh, my guy didn't win, I've got this person I didn't like. That's genuine, I am fearing for my life to the point where suicide is a better option than living through four years of this person as our country's leader. I have a friend who, who came crying to me and she said, I am freaking out because I want to marry my girlfriend and I don't know if it's going to be legal and I'm fearing for her brother's life because he has an African-American girlfriend and I don't know what people will do to her or pe what people will do to him. I have Danny, who I'm a very good friend of hers, and she's telling me that she doesn't know what will go on, what no. will happen in, in, in her area. I have friends who are freaking out because this is a man who is going to be the, le the leader of one of the strongest nations in the world. He doesn't have to rule our countries for us to see him as a bad thing, to see him as a threat. I have people in work who came to me and said he's a great thing to happen. Ugh. Why? Because he supports Israel. That's bullshit. They said that Obama was a bad thing for Israel. That's bullshit as well. Obama was a bad thing for our prime minister, but he was helpful to us. We mm -hmm. had two wars when he was president, and he supported us. Hillary Clinton would have been amazing for Israel simply because she understands the problems in our area. Trump would just say bomb us all. Yeah, well, there, there were those um, reports, which I, I hope were exaggeration, where he was doing the, it's kind of like the, the, the defense 
talk, yeah, briefings. He was getting briefings from military advisors and stuff like that before. Before this is before the actual election, and from these reports I saw said that several times during the meeting he just kept saying, "Well, why can't we just nuke them?" Well, Mr. <laughs> President, what? that's not how this shit works. I and and the people who turn around saying. Uh, it'll probably be fine. It's just all talk. You don't have to worry. Maybe, but is it is it worth that risk? He's clearly. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how to put it into words. It's. He's just, a psychopath. Yeah, and even if he not is just literally him, a psychopath. It's it's not just him either. The the list of people he he's lining up in his um, is it is it cabinet in America still like the. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, yeah, this website here is referring to it as a cabinet. Um, this, this is some of the names he's giving high positions to. Mike Huckabee, Sarah Palin, Ben Carson. Sarah Palin, she's the one who said she can see Russia from her house, no? Yeah. Well, I guess if uh, the Russians actually did do something to meddle with this election, she probably could see Russia from her house. Yeah, you got Ben Carson, who... Um, the stuttering insist- neurosurgeon. Yeah, who says that... Pyramids were grain silos for the Egyptians, and that same-sex marriage is really a strong suit. Same-sex marriage is a Marxist plot. You've got still dead. You've got Mike Huckabee, who uh, again was against equal marriage. Uh, just Mike Pence, the person who's going to be vice president, believes oh, in the and one funds. That looks like a Twinkie, right? <sighs> he looks like a zombie man. He, Those he sold zombies. They actually have brains. Mike Pence supports and funds conversion therapy. Well, maybe we can electrocute him. See if he gets his mind straight. And I know, I'm guessing from from our audience, we're not going to have many right wing people listening to our podcast i hope because that's not the kind of audience i want to reach but for for those who are listening who are unsure about conversion therapy what it is it's it's literally the notion that you can torture lgbt people into being straight yeah they they do things like electroshock it's physical and psychological torture and people take their own lives because they can't take it I've, I've heard therapists, therapists, as if in conversion therapy camps, that said that they're glad that people take their own lives because it means that at least they don't uh, live as gay people. Yeah, I'm. There's also I, I've seen it a few times on a few different news websites. I'm not sure how true this is because it seems to be hearsay and conjecture at the moment, but. The fact that I've seen it on a dozen different sites gives it a little bit of weight. Apparently, um, there are unconfirmed reports that suggest at least eight trans people have committed suicide within 24 hours of the election result in the U.S. Yeah, that I don't know if it's true or not, because the families themselves didn't confirm anything, but to be yeah. honest, it would not surprise me. Well, many of the uh, helplines, the Trevor Project... The Crisis Line, uh, Trans Lifeline, all all of the different um, helplines in America had record numbers of calls within that that 24 hours of the election. They their phone lines went into meltdown. I'm just imagining them running around in the call sections just Mayday, Mayday! Agent Orange was elected. Agent Orange was elected. And it, it's not just the LGBT community who are going to suffer from this either. They're the KKK have announced that they're going to be holding a Donald Trump victory parade. A town in North Carolina is literally going to have the KKK holding a parade for Donald Trump. <laughs> Addie's deafening silence kind of says it all there. I think this is the first time on this show that I'm speechless. During one of the rallies or talks, whatever it was, that from, from the day he won, he, he was talking somewhere... Um, I, I heard the audience he was talking to chanting, "We hate Muslims. We hate blacks. Let's make let's take our great country back." Well, it started with slaughter. It's gonna end with slaughter. Hopefully, not of the black and Muslim people, but maybe the KKK. I mean, some of them already wear red capes. Maybe Deadpool was right. <laughs>
Meanwhile, the United States has seen a dramatic rise in the number of hate crimes following the victory of Donald Trump and the country's presidential election. Representatives for two organizations that track hate crimes in the U.S. say the surge in the hate crimes is worse than what took place immediately after the 9-11 terror attacks back in 2001. The Southern Poverty Law Center has registered a spike in vandalism, threats and intimidation, which it blames on the campaign rhetoric of President-elect Donald Trump. The organization has logged more than 200 complaints since the election. Anti-black and anti-immigrant hate crimes are generating the highest numbers, followed by anti-Muslim incidents. The Council on American-Islamic Relations also says it has seen an increase in complaints made to its offices. Trump has been strongly criticized for using extreme rhetoric against Muslims and immigrants during the presidential campaign. I I mean this in all honesty, Addy, not not as a joke at all, but I, are you reconsidering your trip to America now? Because I, I genuinely am worried no, for you. I'm not reconsidering my trip to America. This is actually proving to be more important because I promised Danielle I'm going to help her with her election. And the only way I can do it is if I'm literally there. I'm going to show support to my friend who wants to do something special for her girlfriend when I'm there. And... I don't want to be afraid because this this is stupid to be fearful to, to, to just walk around to be afraid because I already live in a little literal war zone right now. I've been through a few not not in the battlefield but I've lived through a few wars myself and I will not be afraid to go and see my friends and family just because some Idiots decide that they don't like people who are like me. My family already asked me if I'm if I'm planning to cancel my trip, and I've waited too long, and I've been afraid for too long to just cancel it, just because some redneck hillbillies decided that they don't like me. Bullies don't scare me anymore. This is so far a very disturbing episode. Can we do something a bit cheerful? I'm trying to find something, and it's proving very hard. There, there was another story I picked up on. It's not a pleasant one, but at least it's not Trump. Yay, not Trump. An investigation has come out that has shown that fundamentalist Christian schools in the UK are offering exorcisms for gay pupils. There's a learning system in the UK called ACE which stands for Accelerated Christian Education and it's part of a UK-wide network of independent Christian schools all of which are approved by Ofsted that amongst other things are teaching children that same-sex relationships are sinful that evolution is a lie homosexuality is immoral and people choose to be gay and in cases of pupils coming out and saying they they have homosexual feelings or they're worried they might be gay schools are offering them exorcisms exorcisms for gay people gay children Let's not gay children it's, it's children yeah will that include um inner probing for some sort because i think some of them will enjoy that um there's an extract here from one of their textbooks they have textbooks. Yes, yeah, special uh, accelerated Christian education textbooks. I might have to see if I can get hold of one of them on Amazon for... Uh... You're willing to spend money on that? Okay. <laughs> well, it'll be a amusing read slash self, self-harming technique that I've not come across before, reading Christian texts. Um, this extract says, Homosexual. Adjective. Having unnatural sexual feelings towards one of the same sex. Homosexual activity is another of man's corruptions of God's plan. The Bible records that God destroyed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah because of homosexual activity. Some people mistakenly believe that an individual is born a homosexual and his attraction to those of the opposite sex is normal. That's how they describe homosexuality. Okay, so homosexuality is immoral. We should all be worried. And um, do we get salt people out of it? Because that's what happened with Sodom and Gomorrah, if I recall. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they should have uh, tried it first with uh, the girl from Ex The Exorcist. 
But uh, I don't think she was a homosexual. No. I like the fact that it's it's immoral and it's wrong, and then the churches don't condemn priests who do things like um, molest children. Oh no, because it's okay when priests do it. Of course, because uh, priests are holier than thou, and obviously they can do no wrong, and blah blah blah. Yeah, the church kind of really disturbs me. It's it's the fact that institutions like like schools, places where it's supposed to be a centre of learning, can can just turn around and be like, well, we're a Christian school, we teach Christian beliefs. It's like, okay, yeah, that that's fine. You can teach Christian beliefs. Have have more religious studies. Pray during assemblies. Have choir practice. You know, do do all the things like that. I don't think that should extend to teaching homosexuality is wrong and yeah, any other think... fundamental belief like that because then that's it's not education that's that's brainwashing yeah i think that's um it kind of hurts people to to do that because uh people can kind of take it to on the wrong side and uh decide to make sure homosexual people stop to exist like uh what was it? Oh yeah, Trump. So I, I think it's it's actually kind of stupid to 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 focus on uh, religious not on religious studies, but I think it's it's stupid to to give a strong place for religion in in educational institutions because people are already missing a lot of information, and I don't think there should be place for many opinions in the education system. There should be some when you have a classroom discussion or some sort of, of discussion, but I don't think school is really a place for opinions. Certain opinions, fair enough, but it's, it goes back to what we've, we've talked about briefly in, I think it was episode one or two, the, the idea of safe spaces and yeah. how some people are turning around saying, you can't ban this person from saying what they want to say. It's it's just their opinion, and it's like certain opinions are fine. If you're arguing about um, what's the best Star Wars film, or you know who's better, Tolkien or Rowling, you know trivial shit, or even even stuff like political debate, that's fine. But when you start turning around and having people come into schools and saying trans women are men in dresses trying to molest children, gay men are paedophiles, people of a different nationality are stealing our jobs. People with handicaps are scroungers or disturbed individuals. When you, when you have those kind of opinions, it's no, it's not a debate then, it's just right and wrong. Yeah, Certain opinions, exactly. they can have those opinions, but they shouldn't share them because it's not a difference of points of view, it's hate versus reality. That's what I saw a post on Facebook that said, it's not that we don't like your opinion, because you're not giving your opinion. An opinion is saying, I don't like coffee, and not, I don't like black people. Yeah. If you turn around and said, oh, I, I prefer tea over coffee because X, Y, Z, that's fine. If you turn around and say, all oh, coffee drinkers are rapists, that's going a bit too far. That's taking an opinion and turning it into a weapon of hate. And misinformation and and schools shouldn't be about that it should be about facts first and foremost and if it's about opinions base those opinions on something that's going to be a benefit to the students and society as a whole and views like those that that have been banned from certain universities and campuses those those kind of views they don't have a benefit to society other than dragging us backwards and giving us people like Trump and the people who voted for him. And from what we've seen just this week, there is no benefit to people like that. It incites fear and hostility and hatred and violence. And and that's not needed in our world today. I think the problem is that a lot of people just don't want to look from the other person's perspective. And it's very problematic. They're stuck in their own position with usually tunnel vision and they just don't want to open their mind. And it's it's just, it makes no sense to me. Because I'm not asking you to agree to what I'm saying. I'm asking you to listen to what I'm saying. And not just 
jump ahead and say, no, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. Because that's one of the things of critical thinking and the understanding of different things is that I, I can explain to you things in a different perspective, and you can too, which is why we should start a debate and a conversation and just hash things out, because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, and the, the problem with religious schools turning around and using that protection of a religious belief and religious freedom to do things like teach people that homosexuality is wrong and offer exorcisms to LGBT people, it, that's how it, it starts off as we're going to explain why it's wrong, then we're going to have a ritual, then it becomes conversion therapy, then it becomes physical torture to go along with that psychological torture because there's there's no way that that idea of them giving them an exorcism isn't psychologically disturbing of, of in some way it's it's a form of brainwashing and and hurt that are being done to people one of the things that i think religion can be a beautiful thing i think oh god yeah we we've talked about it before and i think it it could be in the last episode though and i think uh religion can can be a great Thing that unifies people and, and bring people from different places together in, in something amazing that could do a lot of good to the world. But the point is that a lot of people take it to the extreme. Mm. They take something that I don't know if it's real or not. And frankly, to, for this topic of discussion, I don't care. But they take the aspect of God and they give it... This prospect they give wants and needs and ideas and then they take it as their own. But every time these prospects usually in a way encourage hate of other groups. And if these groups truly believe in God, then they should understand that a creator of a world would not want this world to, to work for hating one another. Because why work so hard to create something if you just want the inhabitants of this planet to tear one another apart? That's like creating a gigantic dogfighting arena on purpose. Again, like you said, we, we, we did go into this quite a bit in the last episode. And religion religion can bring people together in such a great way. And I, I feel like I, I want to justify to listeners, because it might seem from... from a lot of the episodes and a lot of the criticism we levy that we we come across as anti-religion on this podcast which isn't true um i myself i'm an atheist i know han is i'm not 100 percent sure about richard but addy you're religious I... I'm, I'm not religious but i'm i'm not saying that something can exist i'm i'm open-minded yeah and for the most part i i don't have problems with religion itself it's the negative aspects of of organized religion and how that can draw the hate out of people and religion should bring out the best in humanity and often it's used to bring out the worst and that's that's more what personally i have the the biggest issue with like um what one thing i know was was said in that episode so i can tell this story again i went to norwich pride over the summer with my partners and there's a man who was there the year before as well who walks around the event with a big crucifix and during the parade he shouts stuff at the at the people walking shouting out bible quotes and how we're abominations we're terrible people and i saw him this this july just gone wandering around in in the middle of pride looking terrified all on his own but then about five minutes later i saw three vicars i think it was because one of them was a woman that's i think that's vicars not priests it's you know all the all these different variations it gets hard to track but i'm pretty sure it's vicars um and they were walking around and they were engaging with the people in attendance and with the people on the stalls and they had their rainbow flags and one of them had a rainbow bow tie and one had like rainbow pins stuck to their to their jumper and and they were there to show their support and take part and that's that's where religion can be really good because they they turn around it's like yeah we're, we're all one people you know in their view it's like yeah god made straight people but he made gay people as well you know you're not the work of the devil you're just more of god's children let's all come together and have a good time and and that's great when that happens rather than i don't agree with it 
we're, we're burning hell. Yeah, and it's the problem with these things that the loudest voices tend to be the negative voices. So yeah, a because... lot of people seem to focus on that side of religion. It's like, well, all religions must be anti this and anti that, and it's like, well, no, no, quite a lot are actually really nice and really accepting. Yeah, well, the the fear mongering is usually very very loud, and a lot of it's not that men that there are many stupid people, and I do feel like you have to be some sort of special stupid to follow fear and hate. There are many stupid people, it's just that stupidity is really, really loud. Yeah. Also, I would love to see a vicar in a rainbow bow tie. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And there, there's a, a joke I really like about the, a woman goes to a, a gay man and, say, and says, you will burn in hell. It's like... Well, are you going to go to hell? No. Will all gay people go to hell? Yes. Which I'm going to have a great time. Not really an area we've talked about before. It's another divisive issue. A woman called Liz Scoucher from Northern Ireland was breastfeeding her 11-week-old daughter in a Nando's restaurant, which is a breastfeeding-friendly restaurant. I like the term breastfeeding-friendly. But she received verbal abuse from other patrons of the restaurant who who didn't like the idea of her breastfeeding. She didn't share, probably. <laughs> Apparently she was told that she was putting people off her food and she was disgusting to be breastfeeding. I don't get why this is always such a big issue for people. I don't know, like, everyone has them in some form. Some flat, some not. Some can support milk, some not. Preferably after you get pregnant and not just squirting milk <laughs> randomly because then you should probably go see a doctor. It's just, I don't I don't get what people's big issue is. It's Does it stem from people just can't equate to seeing breasts without being sexually aroused? So for there to be a child latched onto it, it, it just freaks them out? Maybe the problem is that they are still sexually aroused and that's what scares them. Even mm. though there is a child latched onto them. That's the thing, breasts aren't sex organs. As much as they're lovely to look at and play with, and they're often used (laughs) during sex, it's not the same as a woman whipping her genitals out. Well, yeah, that's the problem. But that's the problem. We're taught from a very young age that uh, that breasts are actually sexual in some way, whether it be models and, uh, and ads or even health classes. If you are lucky enough to have them, they just show breasts in in a, a sexual capacity. Nobody looks at flat chests and and male chests and say that's too sexy. Mm-hmm. Even though the nipple will be just as sensitive and it would actually have the same function if the 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 tissue grew. And some people. Can act, and all people can actually develop breast cancer. There, there's a video I really liked made by an organization for preventing, uh, helping with breast cancer that they uploaded how to do a self-check. Mm. And I thought it's really cool because obviously stupid sites like uh, Facebook and Instagram censor female nipples, but not male nipples. Mm. So they took a guy and they just showed what the procedure looks like on him and it was really cool because it was also a very nice finger <laughs> to the to those sites you you didn't finish the story about the breastfeeding though basically she she went over to the manager after getting heckled by a group of women it was actually women who were telling her she was disgusting for doing that and the manager was is on her side cuz cuz she's got a brain yeah and they uh, respond by saying that she's more entitled to feed anywhere in Nando's. It's it's a breastfeeding friendly restaurant. They understand that you know they they serve breast all day. They they know what breast is. They know it's not a bad thing. Here's something a bit nice. There's a sorority in Massachusetts at Tufts University called Alpha Omicron Pi. 
this sorority has yeah. been protesting the National Sorority Organization's refusal to allow transgender recruits by quitting. It says, since October, 46 members of Alpha Omicron Pi chapter at Tufts have left the sorority after the national headquarters found that one of their candidates for recruitment was transgender and refused them entry. So uh, the sorority decided to say fuck you to the National Sorority Association, which to begin with is a stupid thing because the sorority decided to accept a transgender candidate, I think it's called, yeah. but whatever, and the association said no, so uh, the sorority itself decided to uh, say fuck you and leave. Yeah, they uh, basically said, "Fine, if you if that's the kind of that's the kind of attitude you're going to have, that's the kind of morals you want to teach. We don't want to be part of it." And they've they've left, which is freaking awesome. That that in a lot of ways is a much better protest than many other things. It's like, no, this I, this is the way it's always done. This is the way the system carries on. It's like, okay, then, well, then we just won't take part. And if there's no one to take part, the system fails. I just feel like more people should do that. That's actually a great way to protest because it reminds me of the notion of uh, silent protests where people just get up and walk out. Mm. That's a great way to protest because it doesn't show violence but it shows disagreement. Yeah, and it it's, it's going to sound like a weird place I've got this from but I, I was watching an episode of Malcolm in the Middle the other day and it's the episode they have the new teacher in Malcolm's higher learning class who starts putting the system in place that gives a hierarchy to everyone and everyone starts competing and going a bit crazy and losing their mind and Malcolm tries to fight it and the teacher's like you can't fight it you you can't beat the system so at the end of the episode Malcolm destroys the teacher and turns to turns around to him and is like you're right I can't beat the system but I can break the system and that little quote I thought was pretty awesome it's like yeah, the system is set up so that you cannot beat it, but you can make sure that it, it fails. You can find ways to make sure it doesn't reach its end goal. And this kind of protest is is a way of doing that. It's like, we don't want trans people in this sorority chapter. Okay, then we'll get rid of the chapter. It's, I it's really great. like that. Yeah. I think that shows the, the that's the best definition of sorority. There is now a movement in the US, people starting to wear safety pins to signify that they are a safe space. Yeah, I saw that. I think that's really cool. I think that's awesome because their their mission is they say if you're a trans person who needs to be uh, escorted to the bathroom because people are douches sometimes and if you are a uh, person who shows religious signs like a Muslim or a Jew who needs help against harassment that they will help and any other form of support and protection mm -hmm. and I think that shows that people are actually trying to to do good in the world yeah and I did see as well um, Starbucks uh, are designating their their restaurants as a safe space for anyone suffering from some kind of oppression or violence because of what's going on they're, they're, so if you're feeling vulnerable come into one of our places our staff will make sure you're safe thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of everything left and thank you Addie for what's been a rather difficult discussion tonight it was very hard hopefully next week we'll have better news yeah, hopefully there'll be more news next week, because we've really struggled to find any sort of variety. So more news stories next week, everyone, please. Yeah, I had a great time, even if it was very difficult to stay on point. I don't know. I don't know what to say right now. This is very weird, because I feel like we haven't actually talked about anything. No, I, I think we had a good variety of topics. Yeah. I had a great time talking to you. Hopefully next week we do actually have more news and better news. We do hope you enjoyed the show. And remember, you can follow us over on Twitter by searching at underscore everything left. You can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash everything left podcast. Or you can even email us. Our address is everythingleftpodcast at outlook.com we're also on soundcloud acast itunes podbean and a whole host of other providers so be sure to follow us so that you never miss an upcoming episode before we go there's one final message we want to give out to those people living in america 
to those who are worried about the events that have happened with the election, to everyone who is fearful of their future, this might feel like a terrible moment in history. And it really is. But it's not the end. I'm not going to give empty platitudes like you've survived bad presidents before, like Reagan and Nixon, so you'll survive this one. Because the truth is a lot of people didn't survive those presidents. What I'm going to say is, if you're afraid, if you're feeling like you've lost hope, you're not alone. This is not normal. This is not the way the world should be. It's wrong and people need to come together against this. Take the time to grieve, take the time to heal from the shock, but then be ready to fight. Now is the time that people need to come together and stand up against hate and bigotry more than ever. Now is the time that people have to get involved, not just in four years at the next election, but every single day, every opportunity you have to turn around and say no. Enough is enough. We are not going to let this pass. And it might sound easy for someone like me, who's on the other side of the world, away from all of the hardship that Trump and his supporters are going to bring. But this is a fight that needs to be fought by everyone everywhere. The world might have gone mad. The right-wing extremism may be rising. But those of us on the left, those of us who will be remembered in the end for being right and doing the right things, have to be the ones to stand together and stop this from going further. Now is not the time to be silent. Now is the time to stand up and fight and make your voices heard. The fight is far from over. You just want to live your life the best way you know how. But they keep on telling you that you are not allowed. They say you are sick. That you should hang your head in shame They are pointing fingers and want you to take the blame There are days when people are so nasty and convincing They say things beyond belief that sing and leave you insane they say their words straight down from above And they really seem to think That what they're doing counts as love You feel quite alone No 
Where is it? 